On today's show, what wings should the Dallas Mavericks target in free agency and in trades this offseason? They have to fix their defense. This is one of the reasons, this is one of the ways they could do it. We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks. Oh, believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And may the fourth be with you. You would. Thanks for being part of the show, making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. Subscribe or follow for free wherever you get your podcasts. Listen every day. It helps grow the show more than you know. And comment anything below. Let us know in the comment section. Who do you want the Mavericks to target? Which wing do you want them to target in the offseason? Let us know. Also, if you want to subscribe to our subtext, to text us, get text alerts from us, and participate in our mailbag that we're doing tomorrow. So send in your questions about the draft. We're only doing draft questions tomorrow. So send them in to the subtext, the link in the description below or on wherever you're listening to this. So go check it out. And then, uh, yeah, thanks for subscribing to our subtext. Joining me as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The wing wonder, the one more thinking, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? All right, since it's uh, May the 4th, Right now, out of the nine Star Wars movies that we recognize, what, which one is your favorite? Which one is my favorite? Yep. Um, it's probably right. Return of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back. I would say Empire Strikes Back. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's the one right there. Or I could do the one with Jar Jar Binks. Hot take. Phantom, Men- Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. He's in Hot take. Jar Jar gets more hate than what he deserves. Ahmed Best is making his re- is making his return. Is he? The act the actor that played him. Yeah, he was in uh, he was in an episode of The Mandalorian in season three. I won't, I won't spoil it, but the actor that played Jar Jar was in a different role. I won't say Jar Jar was in <laughs> season three of Mandalorian. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm kind of out on that show right now, but uh, that, that would bring me back in. I enjoyed season three thoroughly. On today's show, we're getting into wing targets. We'll talk about. Uh, the most likely wings, we'll talk about the wings that we think the Mavericks will actually get or could get in free agency or in trades this offseason. We'll talk about ones that we think are kind of like maybe could happen if some, some crazy trade happens. And then we'll talk about some dream targets later what about, on. What about X-Wings? X-Wings, Y-Wings, A-Wings, B-Wings, all the wings we'll talk I'm about. I'm done with it. All right. I'm done. We'll, we'll talk about today. Um, but let's start here. Wing after center is probably the most important thing for the Mavericks because at least they have some wings. After right? center, I think it's ahead. Isaac thinks it's it's ahead of center. Yeah, but I think they have to address that center position first because I think it's just been such a bad like it's been such a bad position for for so long for the Mavericks that they have to address that, especially for a regular season, just for wins. Like they need to just get regular season wins, and I think a center will help them do that. Uh, wings then are the next most, then some like Isaac Harris would say that that is more important to get wings and they need probably one more wing that can play like 40 minutes in a playoff game. Right. Isaac says two, he's holding up two. So maybe two, but they need at least, at least one more is my point. And so now you start looking, okay, who are some guys that fit that category? 
that the Mavericks could possibly get. So let's start with our ones that are most likely uh, and best fits. We each came up with our own list, and we kind of split them into these three or four categories. And so we'll just go through and talk about which ones are likely, how they get them, and all that. Yeah, and some of these, you know, when I made this list, I landed on 23 different names that I could see a world in which they get traded. So, for instance, I don't have, you know, I guess Giannis is considered a big, but, like, <laughs> I don't have Jason Tatum as, you know, a dream right. candidate. He's he's not coming to Dallas. So, some of these are names we've heard a lot. Some of these, a few of these names, I'm like, it wouldn't shock me if they got traded this offseason. So if we look at the first category, like you said, of the most likely, like wings, because you got to consider everything that Dallas has to offer, which, you know, some of that depends on draft lottery night where the you know draft pick lands, if they get to keep it. Oh, boy. And then, and then you look at some of the other trade assets right now. Uh, they got a couple of kind of virtually expiring contracts in a way they have, you know, Jaden Hardy, Josh Green, they have the contract of Tim Hardaway Jr., which Tim Cato just, you know, was writing about the other day and threw in there about how it has some positive value around the league. So anyway, y'all know the Mavericks trade assets. A couple realistic names. I put nine names in this category. How many names mm. do you have? Yeah, I have about nine in, in the realistic do you want me to just list them off for you, or do you want me to just throw out a couple? Well, give me give me the two that you're most ex- that you're most excited about. Um, I think for Dallas, I I think I would be calling up the Clippers and saying, "All right, you have a ton of money on your books. Yeah. Like it's insane how much money they have, and you know it, they're already out of playoffs again. Are you going to bring back all the older vets?" Because that's you know, like Dallas could use vets and they can use wings. And I would be saying, all right, Marcus Morris, Nick Batum. Can we get one of those guys for a cheap price? That's that's one of my first calls. Hey, I, I should say this. Not one of my first calls because there are some dream targets that we'll mm-hmm. talk about here in a little bit. But as far as most likely, both those guys will be on expiring contracts next year. They're vets. I could see the Clippers moving either one of those dudes. And if I'm Dallas, I would more than likely – I would more than – happily take one of those guys yeah th- those guys would bring a lot i don't have marcus morris as a, a like a one that i'm looking at because i think you have to defend and he, he started getting played out of that of that series this year and i think they need to bring in somebody that can that can defend so nick batum definitely on my list he would be a vet he could come in defend hit the three robert covington i kind of have because i think he's even more gettable he was he got played out mm. in, in the regular season he was out of tyloo's rotation so that one I'm looking at a little more, but $11 million for him. I don't know how they're they're getting to that number, what they could could send. They don't have second, so it makes some of these trades a little bit more difficult. Those guys could bring yeah. something for sure, so those are some, some targets. One that we've talked about recently, uh, and it's making the rounds today, is Dylan Brooks. We talked, we talked about Dylan Brooks a lot the last couple of weeks. He's not going back to the Grizzlies under – any circumstance, like like no circumstance, according to Sham Strania, he's an unrestricted free agent. Like that's one of the most likely ones to me. And yeah. two weeks ago, and I again last week, I called it. I was, the Mavericks will sign Dylan Brooks. Like I think it's gonna, I think it will, I think it will happen. Just because it seems you are like willing I'm, it into existence. I'm just Nick saying, has always wanted this to happen. I, I was against it two weeks ago. I'm, I think I'm still against it, but. If you're getting a talent that you couldn't get otherwise, the same way you got Kyrie Irving, if you're going to get a talent you couldn't get otherwise, he's the one, he's the one, he's the quote unquote damaged goods, the the asset that's affordable for you. 
uh, that you could potentially sign uh, just outright and not have to lose any assets for him. So he's the one that stands out to me the most, which is uh, I don't think the Mavericks should do it because of their culture. I don't think the Mavericks culture can handle it. I do think the Mavericks think their culture can handle it and can bring him in and bring him into the fold. And maybe his maybe his ego took a hit with this whole thing this offseason. Maybe he'll be a, a changed player and motivated and all that. Uh, maybe he poked one too many bears and then the bear bit back. Um, I don't know. D- did we find out if the U.S. has more bears per capita than Slovenia? It does. That's right. It does. I don't care if they're uh, black bears, brown bears, anything. U.S. has more bears per capita than Slovenia. <laughs> I'll give you. I've been pretty open about. Hey, I would I would make the call to Dylan Brooks' agent, see what it cost. Um, I'll give you another free agent, uh, Matisse Thibel. Uh, yes. I'd be. I think Dallas. Dallas has been interested in the past. Uh, there's a whole restricted stuff with them. But. He's restricted, but his cap hold is is like twelve, thirteen million. So no. if if the Blazers want to do anything in the offseason, they'll they'll decline that cap hold and make him not restricted, basically, right? Like or offer some kind of qualifying offer to him to get that to get that out of the way early. So we'll know pretty early, I think, in free agency, if, if or before free agency even, if, if Tybal's going to be readily available or if the Blazers are going to bring him back. Yeah, and I'll give you another. I have some few more on my list on this, but one that I, I do think could be available uh, this offseason that he's my nemesis, but I think he would fit in Dallas is Kyle yeah. Anderson. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, they got it. They're they're going to try to bring back Nas Reed. He's at like that nine million dollar mark, expiring contract next year. I could see Dallas trying to get him. And if you're hearing some of these names and you're like, man, none of these names are really like making me excited. It's because the Mavericks just need some role play. They need role players. They need some of these guys to come in and do some of the grunt work. Look at all the teams that are still in right now. Look and, at and it's about the assets too. Like we'll talk about some bigger names in a little bit that. Yeah, they could possibly go all in for, but these are the most likely because it's not going to, I don't think it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. Denver, Bruce Brown, Aaron Gordon, Cadavious Caldwell Pope, Lakers, Rui Hachimura, Jared Vanderbilt, Troy Brown. What are you, whoa, whoa. What what are you listing right now? Listen, listen to some of these, like these teams that have these, like like Miami, Max Struess, Victor Oladipo, Caleb Martin. Like they, they all, all these teams that are contending right now all have three two or three or four of these guys right the Mavericks did two last year when they did when they had Reggie Dorian Finney-Smith like you have multiple guys like this and so they they have to have them coming up let's talk about some ones that could take it might take a move or two but the Mavericks could go after them uh some wing targets we'll talk about that coming up but before we do let me tell you about eBay Motors you need to have the right fit for your your team you have to have the right wing you have to have the right player that fits what type of player you want as well as the uh the availability for championship teams it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit it's the same when it comes to your vehicle every part needs to fit just right so the next time you need parts and accessories head to ebay motors with ebay guaranteed fit you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit or your money back because just like in sports confidence baby confidence is the name of the game when it you shop at ebay motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from you'll be back in the game in no time after all it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed get the right parts the right fit the right prices on ebaymotors.com let's ride ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items supply exclusions apply all right isaac harris thanks everybody for hanging out with us on lockdown maps being part of the show on tomorrow's show, we will do our subtext draft mailbag. Send us your questions on the draft. So click the link in the description to uh, subscribe to our subtext. Send us a question. Uh, there's a trial for it, too, so you can do that. Uh, let's get into some other targets. Uh, one other target that I think is likely 
that we didn't really mention there's is is Jay Crowder. He's an unrestricted free agent. I don't know. I mean, Duke I just, barely played for the Bucks, and they gave up four seconds. Couldn't play for the Bucks. Uh, but I mean, these are some of the targets that you're starting to look at. I don't. He couldn't play 40 minutes for you, but he could at least come in and, and do something, bring a veteran, all that kind of stuff. I think that that's a name that it'll be out there. That he's he's played for the Mavericks before. He was in the Rondo trade, yep. and so uh, we'll uh, yeah we'll figure out what, what's going on with him this offseason. I'll give you four more names for most likely Dorian Finney-Smith. Hey, I don't know if y'all have heard of him before. Have uh, we ever talked about him on this show before? <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, I think it was Mark Stein who said that they were going to probably listen to offers for him this offseason. Love to have Dorian back uh, for the right price. I would add uh, Taylor Horton Tucker to this list. Mm. Of I don't know what his future is in Utah. I think there's an option there for next season to where he can be expiring next year um, and all of that. I think he would be an interesting fit in Dallas. And then two names uh, that I'd, I would be interested in to an extent would be Isaac Okoro in Cleveland. I think if they want to get better on the wing, uh, he's a, his shooting struggles, but, uh, he could be a defensive guy for Dallas. And I could see, this isn't a lockdown defender, but I could see Philly entertaining, like swapping Tobias Harris for a couple of pieces. And it'd be like a, Hey, we'll take, a, you know, would you do Tim Hardaway and Davis Bertans for Tobias Harris? Tobias Harris, I didn't even have him on my list to be honest, because I don't think he defends well enough for what the Mavericks, <laughs> the Mavericks want him to we're, do. We're, but we're talking about wings. You're right. You're right. Uh, he's only one more year. He's only 39 million next year, so at least it's not a long term deal. Tim and Davis, yeah, I would do that. I think. Yeah, I think especially I would since too. it's only one more year. Yeah. Anyway, let's go to the next category. What you got? Uh, there's a couple more that I think are, are likely that could fit really oh, well. I thought um, you already gave me Roy, No, I, I had a couple more. Bruce Brown, player option. I think he's I think he's going to get paid. I don't know if the Mavericks have the money for him, but he, I think he is going to get paid. And I listened to Lockdown Nuggets the other day. It doesn't sound like they're going to be able to pay him. They sounded sad, like, oh, man, he's playing so well, but I don't think we'll keep him next year. He's in my next category. Royce O'Neal has a non-guaranteed. We've talked a lot about how Brooklyn is going to be in that, like, luxury tax area and if they want to get out of that and sign cam johnson then Bruce, then royce o'neill is one that they'll probably have to get rid of and so he'll be a guy that i think will target if they could get rid of him without like uh losing anything or get something back for him maybe the mavericks get in on that um dante divincenzo has a player option as well for the warriors they're in a similar situation with the, the luxury tax and all that where how can they keep all these guys they have to sign clay and draymond if they're going to do that uh, they could go win the title this year. And if they do that, they're going to go re-sign those two guys. Like, it's just going to happen. So Dante is maybe the guy that doesn't get, get brought back because of that player option. Um, and then uh, Grant Williams is one I'm watching. He's a restricted mm. He's a restricted free agent. I, I don't know what's going on with, with the Celtics, but again, with the cap implications, that may be one where they don't necessarily bring him back if they, decide, they have to make some tough decisions. Is he good? Like, one... I, don't I think, think he, I think he can be good. He's like good at sometimes, um, but he would play for the Mavericks. I know that. So. Well, I think you would have you would have played for the Mavs coming <laughs> off the bench last year. I have Bruce Brown. So our next category is called like the I, I put the cards must align. Like some things you know have to happen for this player to be traded or let go, and like the Bruce, the Bruce Brown minutes for Denver in the series against Phoenix have been awesome. He would be, I mean, he makes like $6 million. He would be in, is it an overpay to say I would 
I would entertain the MLE for him. No, what the MLE is like going to be like what twelve million? Yeah, like ten twelve. Yeah, no, I would do. That. He's making six this year. Yeah, I would. I would do that. I just really like him a lot. I think I think he's in the mold of one of my other guys on this list, the Alex Caruso mold. Yep. Um, that I think some things would have to happen with Chicago for them to just like kind of dump him somewhere or to trade him off, especially with like the Lonzo stuff uh, looking not good right now. Yeah, Caruso was on my my list for this too. He has one year left and then a non guaranteed. So if they want to get some value out of him or something, I don't know what the I don't think the Mavericks can offer anything small to to give to them. Like they're not going to offer a future first. And we've and I went no. through could the could the Mavericks be a team that gets multiple players from a team? If if Caruso is going to be involved, it would have to be a multi team deal to make it all work out for everybody. So I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I have him. DeAnthony Melton has one year left with the Sixers. I that's like another him. one. If that's another one that would be awesome, he would play forty minutes. He can defend. He can hit a three. Uh, if the cards align, then he's one that would fit super, super well. Same with Jaden McDaniels for the Timberwolves. Uh, they have some decisions to make for sure. He should yeah, be one. Of they the, they gotta pay him though. Like they gotta pay him, but they're also paying two centers like eighty million dollars. So they can't I, I don't know. Like, does Alex Rodriguez have that much money? Like, you know how many times he's been divorced? <laughs> oh, <laughs> um. And then we've talked, about, we've talked about DeAndre Hunter before, too. As oh, he's on my dream my dream category later he's on. He's a guy that has a four-year deal, and Atlanta has to make some decisions with their cap and all that. So I think he may be one that, that could be out, but, yeah, he would be a, a really good target for Mavs. He's one of my top choices that I'm watching as far as realistic, and I would be happy if we got him. But anyway, we can talk more about him in a little bit. Yeah. Um, some some other names in that category. Uh, I have a I have a Norm Powell uh, for a lot of the same reasons for uh, the Clippers thing. If they gotta shake some things up, shed some money, I would definitely be open for Norm Powell and in, in Dallas. And then I have Markel Fultz and Boyan Bogdanovich. I count those guys as guards, but that's okay. You you count Boyan as a guard? In, oh no, in Detroit. I'm, I was thinking no Detroit Detroit Boyan. I was thinking yeah. about Bogdan. Yeah, I didn't know what to do with Markel. I put him in there, but, I mean, I don't know what Detroit's going to – I mean, they obviously kept him past the deadline. There's a lot of talk about him going into the deadline, and I would just be interested again if they put him on the market this summer. Yeah, that would be that would be a great fit. We're kind of just doing – now we're kind of playing the game. Like, okay, what about this guy? What about this guy? What about this guy? What's the what's the mechanism for the Mavericks to get him after yes. we've talked about the, the most likely ones that are that are available? Coming up, let's get into our dream targets. Who are players that were were looking eyes at the sky? Like, okay, these are are ones that would fit so well and perfect, but it would take some stuff. The Mavericks would have to put in some legwork to go get them. So we'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about BetterHelp. BetterHelp is so helpful for you and so helpful for for anybody to be able to talk to somebody, um, to be able to talk out a situation or a problem that you don't want to talk to your significant other about, a family member, like somebody's too close to the situation, they'll have some kind of agenda. Talk to somebody that doesn't have an agenda. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You work week to week trying to figure out what time is best for you. So fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's so huge to be able to switch at any time and not even get charged for it. So find more balance with BetterHelp. It's betterhelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. 
All right, Isaac Harris, we are talking about wing targets for the Mavericks. We talked about some realistic ones, talked about some ones that would, that would help the Mavericks. I'm looking at a lot of defensive wings. There's a lot of names out there, and there's a lot of like options for the Mavericks. So I'm kind of, I was encouraged by it. I went through and did my whole process where I went through, and you said, how many wings do you have? I said, 40. <laughs> you, know, like, you were surprised. He's like, wait, how, how many do you have? It's like, bonus? Went through like all the all the wings and tried to figure out okay who would be good fits for the Mavericks. I think all forty of those would be good fits on the Mavericks. And then who's available? Like who could actually help the team and be there? Now let's go beyond that and talk about some <laughs> dream targets. Who's your first dream target you're looking at? Well, I, I still kind of kept like realistic, and I just had fairly I, realistic. Yeah, I just had three names on there. I had the two Toronto guys, Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, and then I put DeAndre Hunter on there. Hmm. Those three would be my dream, like realistic ones this summer. That could, there's obviously bigger names out there: Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Like those are, you know, those are dream, dream targets. Jimmy Butler, that would be awesome. You know, if you have those doubts, I just don't see any world that they're getting moved. So, yeah, that's those three names. I think those three names will be talked about a lot this summer. And if Dallas came away from the summer with one of those three, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, I went a little bit loftier dream <laughs> when I talked about dream. <laughs> Kevin <candidate>. Durant. <laughs> Mikhail Bridges, dream, dream candidate. You get the number oh, two pick, him, yeah. the number three pick, something like that. Like Then you are maybe in the, the category where you could start yeah. discussing that conversation. Uh, OG Ananobi is one that you mentioned. Uh, Aaron Gordon, you look at what Aaron Gordon's doing right now for, for Denver. and oh, he's yeah. He's been a target we've been looking at for a long time. Like, hey, he would fit so well, be kind of a small ball five, but also – a big wing and also, you know, a guy that can handle the ball a little bit. Like, he does all the little things that you need next to a, a Jokic or a Luka. Derek White is one that I have. Can't imagine the Celtics getting rid of him at this point. He's got a good contract for a couple more years, but would just be such a great fit next to Luka and Wait, Kyrie. You said I couldn't say Markel Fultz, but you're going to say Derek White. Yeah. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I <went there. laughs> all right, keep going. We also said Alex Caruso, though. All right, that's true, yeah. But I also I also went with defensive guys like you bringing up. Markell's like, good defensive guy. I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask. Locked on Magic. Can I give? A, can I give a hottish take? Okay. I think it's probably not even that hottish, but I think if Boston loses a Philly, I think they trade Marcus Smart over Derek White. Wow. And I would expect Dallas to be on the receiving end of that phone call. That would be amazing. Yeah, see, that, see, that's a that's a dream target, <laughs> right, right there. Well, I actually didn't put him as a dream. I had a, like a whole other category. Is like, wow, didn't think he would be traded, and <laughs> that's what I had. Marcus Smart in that. Lou Dort is another dream target I have on my list. Oh yeah, they ain't trading him though. He's great. So. Herb Jones also a dream target. Again, these are dream yeah. targets. That's true. Of of all these guys, which one which one stands out to you the most? Is like okay, most likely we've talked about all these different names. Which ones are you looking at? Saying okay, I can see the Mavericks getting this guy. Like at the see like the off season's ending, we're starting training camp. This player's on the roster. Yeah, well, I mean that's why I keep on bringing up DeAndre Hunter because I think Atlanta is going to make some big time moves. Yeah. I think they're going to change up the roster, new front office. Quinn Snyder, year two, he just came in like mid or like 75% of the year. Um, I mean, Trey Young could be moved this offseason. But if they don't trade Trey Young, they got to make some other bigger moves. And that's where the DeAndre Hunter one comes into play. Guy is 6'8", who can shoot like him, defend like him, and he's under contract for you know $20, $20 million moving forward. 
for what four more years i think and that's why i'm like looking at him saying all right he's not good enough to that you have to give up the fourth overall pick if you move up in the lottery but there's scenarios in like different iterations of trades with atlanta that i would be saying all right like i could understand that like if they called up atlanta and said all right we have the 10th overall pick you're trying to get off John. Co- I mean, I saw a rumor about John Collins for Ben Simmons swap. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, wow. Like John Collins value is that low. If they're trying to get off They've John Collins, contract. Year. Yeah. And like, if you're Dallas, do you call up and say Tim Hardaway, Reggie Bullock, Bertons and 10 for Deandre Hunter and John Collins. And for, for Atlanta, you're getting the 10th overall pick. You get basically two expiring contracts and Reggie Bullock. Davis Bertans, you get Tim in that. You already have Bogdan, but who cares? And so, like, I would be interested in that if I was Dallas. DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, even though they're like John Collins isn't a perfect fit and all of that. Like, I have all my issues with John Collins, basketball player, but I don't know. It's it's that type. I think DeAndre Hunter is OG is like the dream of realistic guys. But, man, you almost have to land in that top four, I think, if you're Dallas to have a shot. Because I think you're going to have it. I mean, if they were turning down three first-round picks, you know, for OG at the deadline, why is that value going to go down this summer? And Dallas just doesn't have the assets, I think, to outbid some other teams. Kind of the same for Pascal Siakam. Yeah, absolutely. And so these guys are a little bit more realistic. I'm looking at some free agents. Did we mention Harrison Barnes today? Not today, no. He, we mentioned him the other day. I don't think he'd come back to Dallas. <laughs> I know that it's a new coach, new front office. I think that what happened with him, would, if, if it was me, would leave a bad taste in my mouth and he would not want to come back. Uh, and who knows if he liked playing with Luca or not. The Mavericks didn't like him playing with Luca, And so they made that decision back all the way back, you know, after the, the Porzingis trade. So that's one that would seem likely because he's an unrestricted free agent. He would be a good fit and all that. And maybe they can let bygones be bygones and he would be a professional come back. And, it, you know, I think he would do a great job, but that's one to look at. I don't think that it's likely though, because of the history. Yeah. And here's, I got a couple, couple other names. We haven't talked about too much right now. I would watch Pat Williams in Chicago, like, mm. especially with the 10th overall pick, <clears throat> you know, do they want to pay him? You know, moving forward, he's still super young. Is there a multiple, you know, players involved type of deal to where you could get Pat Williams and Alex Caruso back uh, in a deal to where That's you the know one. the tenth pick and you know some other pieces from Dallas? Like that would be an an awesome move. Um, he's in my list of wow, didn't think he would be traded. Uh, Marcus Smart, I kind of low key put Keldon Johnson in there, even though Dallas and Spurs are probably not going to make a trade. But like I'm, I always watch the the teams that the really sucky teams who have a who are not going to be good for a while, but they have a young player under contract for a long time, at like a bigger number, but he's not a star, it, and that's where like the Keldon Johnson one comes into play to where he's not an SGA type to where he like he's untouchable like he's like that good, but he's also do like twenty million dollars for the next four years to where if somebody came in and like gave a decent trade package to the Spurs. I could see them like entertaining it. And I think Keldon Johnson would be great in Dallas. And my last under the radar one, you don't like Keldon Johnson? No, I just, I was looking through a Mavs Bulls scenario where it's Caruso and Patrick Williams. Uh, 
Would you do Tim Hardaway and Josh Green for Alex Caruso and Patrick Williams? I don't even yeah. know. Do you have to put a first? Yeah, you got you to gotta put the 10th pick in that. Okay, so a 10th pick, Josh Green, Tim Hardaway, Alex Caruso, and Patrick Williams. I would, I would drive to Chicago and <laughs> get down to my underwear and jump into the river. <laughs> um, here's, here, here's one that's kind of under the radar. Jonathan Kaminga. I had him on, I had him on a list. Get him in Dallas. I would love it. That that athleticism they need really badly too. And he's not being utilized with the with the Warriors. You can hear Cyrus Satsas on Lockdown Warriors and bemoan yeah, that go, all the go, all the time. Listen to Cyrus. Uh, Jordan Poole? No, I'm out. Done. Yeah. No, nope. you're done. We got that. Jordan Poole at home and and with better decision making already, and his name is Jaden Hardy. Um Rui. I had Rui on the list. I don't. He's he's a little bit better defender than I even thought. So maybe he should be on the list. I think he'll get paid a little. I'm I think feeling he'll get paid. Would you give the full MLE to him? No, because I think it has to be a lockdown defender for the. If you're doing the full, I still believe in Rui, man. I still got my my property <laughs> on the island. It's it's looking good right now. But. I was gonna say it's going up in value, but he's got to be yeah. a lockdown defender for me. My last name for you, Brad Beal. In what way? He's a wing. Yeah, but like, what's the mechanism I, where they acquire him? I mean, I don't want the contract. He's kind of like Rudy Gobert, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if we're talking about names who could be moved in the offseason, a wing, and he's still he pretty good. Could be like, moved. <clears throat> would it shock you if it's like Dallas Mavericks are trading for Brad Beal? Yes, it would. Okay. I mean, it, you. Is it bad that that seems like a Cuban move, though? No, because it does. I mean, dude, we got Tim Hardaway, three. Reggie Bullock, Davis Bertans, and the tenth pick for Bradley Beal. Then you have Luca, Kyrie, and Bradley Beal, and that making one hundred and thirty million dollars combined. Yeah, it would literally be well. It depends on what Kyrie gets, but yeah, it, <laughs> a whole well, salary cap on three. Kyrie is going to get at least like forty-five a year. It's just a matter of how many years, probably. True. True. So either way, you're looking at Luke and Kyrie making 80 Goodness. to 85. No, I'm out, I'm out on the Bradley Beal thing because I've said this multiple times. Can't be a third, <laughs> yeah. like, $40, $50 million player. It's got to be Unless guys. he's, like, a top 15 player. Right. Unless, like, Anthony – yeah, Anthony Davis c- comes in. And, then like, okay, then you fix, like, five issues that you have on your team. And then, yeah, it makes sense. But there's yeah. really not many other players that I could even think of. <laughs> that you would agree to. Embiid, <laughs> like, hey, shout out to Embiid. Money. It was a huge moment. Just like the documentary is going to be great. He hears that he won MVP. The knee is healed. He said, "I'm wow, back." It's baby. magic. I'm On back. tomorrow's show, a subtext draft mailbag. Send us all your questions about the draft. Tenth pick, top four, whatever you want. Whatever question trades with the draft pick, all kinds of stuff. Let us know. And uh, subscribe to our subtext. Click the link in the description below. And then uh, send us those questions for tomorrow's show. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.